0: yes if you're like me you're no doubt a big fan of this podcast the Pope on film I mean who is it who is it in this in this era in this day and age who isn't a big fan of this podcast but only the real fans the true hardcore fans that have been with us since the beginning if only they would know the two main facts about the both of us the two. Fundamental and totally really real And not made up on the spot facts About the both of us America's hottest will they or won't they couple Bunny and Steve First and foremost, Bunny, is the fact that you When you're not doing the podcast You have a very successful OnlyFans So tell us, Bunny What end subscribers expect From your OnlyFans account
1: uh they like to see what designer bikini i may be wearing and thank you very much to the fashion industry who has who has lent me uh certain bikinis and different patterns um I did not know Armani made a bikini. You know that was kind of news to me, but but yeah, that that's one of the big things they expect me to do. Uh, They also expect me to push unusual objects into my anus. Those are the two big things.
0: But you got to do it for the fans,
1: you know. Yeah, you
0: got to do it for the fans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally understand. And the second thing I don't know what the problem is. Dr. Zaeus fits fine. Nice.
0: I always welcome a Dr. Zayas reference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I and the- it crossed my mind that I had to go there because it referenced so many things on so many different levels. Yeah. And the second fact that you would know about me is that I'm a lover of history.
0: I love it. But I'm also a storyteller, so what I like to do at this part of the uh, podcast is find a story from the history books, maybe one that people don't know very well, and reword it via my own unique storytelling style. And that's what this is—another educationally uneducational installment of Steve's Historic Approximations. Jump, jump, jumping! Or Shap, as I like to call it, repeatedly, annoyingly, whether anyone wants me to or not. Personally, I like this, uh, I like the name Shap, it's short, uh, it's in your face, and it gets to the point. It's the my cat of podcast segments. (laughs) Anyway, today on the old Shapity Shap Shap, we will be discussing the Pope and his favorite brand of cocaine because if there's one thing that everybody knows it's that the pontiff is always sniffing snowballs, taking bathroom bumps, snorting speedballs, saying hello to the white lady. The Pope must be really good at playing pool because he's always going on and on about eight balls. (laughs) In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, my peace be with you, my peace I give to you. Does anybody see that helicopter? I swear to God, that helicopter, it has been following me all damn day. All damn day. Oh, shit, it's the feds! Alter Boy, flush the incense! The feds are here! So... Uh, Oh, oh. Uh, I've got one more. Hey, man, look, I I, I just need a little bit more powder to get me through the weekend. How much do you think I can get for the hat? Yeah. I mean, it's a big hat. Yeah. I should get a little bit. So, yes, uh, how did a pope become the spokesperson for cocaine? Well it all starts in eighteen sixty-three with wine and a chemist. So here is the story. And I swear there's no twist endings to this. Everything by the book and normal. And there and there's just a regular ending. And certainly no twist. So uh back in the day there was a chemist in France. His name was Angelo Mariani and he was obsessed with the leaves of the cocoa plant and its effects because four years earlier, an Italian science scientist wrote a scientific paper and it was all uh, hey, so there's a discipline. I'm not I, I don't know if I can sustain that accent, but it's like, hey, Uh, we've discovered this plant in Brazil, and uh, when you grind it up uh, a powder, it makes you happier, it makes you upbeat, it gives you more energy, and it makes the aftermath of the Lufthansa heist a lot more exciting. Yes. Uh, uh, Hey, Eric Clapton, when are you gonna give lyrics to the end of Layla? Yeah, uh-huh. you know they're just piano. Spice it up, you know. Let's get some lyrics. I started writing lyrics for a Godzilla musical in my head, and so I, I I'm I'm not sure if a lot of people know that the go- original Godzilla theme actually had lyrics. Uh, I would like to sing some of them for you now. The original Godzilla theme song went like this. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit It's fucking Godzilla Holy shit, run from here, run from here Run from here from fucking Godzilla Godzilla, he's going to kill us all Holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck It's fucking Godzilla <laughs> Holy shit, holy shit That That's originally how the Godzilla theme went nice. So fun fact for ya so in France, Angelo Mariani was obsessed with the cocoa plant and he was doing experiments. He was seeing what he could do with it. And finally, in 1863, he's done. And, uh, okay, so he's a French guy. So he's like, "Wee oui, wee, oui. Hey. I present to you. And just to be clear, I, if you're French... I'm just assuming you have a rat in your hair that's controlling everything.
1: (laughs) Possibly, yes.
0: So the real question here is not, hey, Angelo Mariani, and he's working with cocaine. The real question is, why are French rats obsessed with cocaine? (coughs) Real question here. True, good point. Angelo says, I present to you my greatest uh, creation. I call it Vin Mariani Wine. It's the great taste of French wine with a special ingredient that I call just fucking cocaine. It's cocaine. This is cocaine wine. I have invented cocaine wine. But see, This is why I love this story, is because we're talking about the 1800s, okay? And in the 1800s, this was the time, which I love, when a lot of our modern-day vices were remedies back in the day.
1: Yeah. And I love that. I love the idea. There's an archive somewhere that I stumbled across once. Which is why I know the logo for for heroin was like a Valkyrie.
0: Yeah, I love the idea that back in the day, oh, here is our medicine. But now in our modern days, we go, oh, no, those were hardcore drugs. I can't believe that people were using that as medicine. And I'd like to think that like a 100 years from now, people are like, man, can you imagine that they actually sold NyQuil in stores? (laughs) <laughs> That's yes. insane. That shit will fuck you up. So I just love the idea of like uh our modern day vices were old timey remedies back in the day. Ladies, are you hysterical? Well have no fear because we have an anti-hysteria device right here. It was just invented by a scientist named John Q Vibrator the Third. <laughs> And then in 1898, we here at the Bayer Corporation know that you're sick and tired of catching the common cold. So why not try our newest drug to combat a cold? Heroin. <laughs> and I love that. they That they legitimately sold heroin as like a cold remedy uh-huh. from 1898 to 1913. Oh man, my cold is gone. So is all of my possessions. Yeah.
1: And like... Okay, okay, look. But but you can't say... You can't say it didn't work. Right? I
0: don't have a cold anymore. And also, I don't have a wife.
1: Man. Okay, but those are called... Side effects. Side effects. Yeah. (laughs) And also... In
0: 1847, there was an awesome remedy for asthma attacks. Okay. came up with a medicine to combat asthma attacks. It was called Kimball White Pine and Tar Cough Syrup. And spoiler alert, the main ingredient was chloroform. So FYI, the next time I have an asthma attack, Somebody better be sneaking up behind me with a goddamn cloth. <laughs> you know, if I'm having a hard time breathing and you don't chloroform me, do you even care? Do yeah. you even care? How dare you not chloroform me? Yeah. So the cocaine wine, Vin Mariani. It was touted, of course, as a miracle wine, a cure-all, a tonic. This is no ordinary wine. It increases mood. It increases appetite. It increases energy. It's the go-to tonic for athletes and creative artistic types. Uh, And this might come as a surprise, but a wine mixed with cocaine was a huge hit. (laughs) Our man, Angelo... Uh, uh, did something real smart. He's like, okay, I'm going out here touting the benefits of my cocaine, of my coke wine. Yes, but uh, it, no one knows who I am. So he got like crates of the stuff and started sending it for free to any big uh, famous person, any big time celebrity or 1800s version of a famous person he could uh, to drum up publicity and support, you know, and and the next big thing, next thing you know, you see all of these uh, big-time names drinking it and hyping it up in the press and writing testimonials, including legendary French novelist Emile Zola, Thomas... Alva Edison, who claimed it helped him stay awake. Huh, funny how cocaine will fucking do that to you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Thomas Edison, and I drink Vin Martinelli wine. It helps me stay up so I can do more experiments. I've been drinking a bunch of the stuff, and I feel great. I've been awake for two and a half days. I yeah! break it in a light bulb. Another famous person who drank cocaine wine was Ulysses S. Gantt, who loved drinking Vin Martinelli cocaine wine. I'm assuming he drank the cocaine to forget the pain of the fact that you were named Ulysses. Yes. Damn, I'd be drinking coke wine too. Fuck, that's not a name, that's a punishment. And then, boom!
1: It carries a lot of baggage too. It does. It does.
0: That's a rough one.
1: Like, like I immediately go to the to the ancient Greeks, you know. But like, I gotta stop over at the Civil War too. Yeah. You know. Hey,
0: let me introduce you to my son. His name is Cosby Galindo. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> Didn't think that one through. Name came with a bit of baggage. Yeah. Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah. So um, suddenly, so Vin Martinelli, cocaine wine is riding high, and then suddenly, boom, the big time. Our man Angelo gets a phone call. Who is it? It's Pope Leo the Thirteenth.
1: Okay.
0: Was one of the oldest popes in the long standing history of professional competitive popic. Okay. I remember as a child waking up early uh, in March to watch the March Madness uh, tournament of popes and to see those popes out there giving it 110%, trying their all. Yeah until there was finally just one pope that ruled them all. A big fan of competitive poping. Yes. And guess what? Uh, Pope Leo wants to advertise the wine. So Pope Leo's face, the pope's face, starts appearing on ads. And the Vatican even awards Vin Mariani with a gold medal. And Uh wow. It's funny. Bunny, you're not gonna believe this. We've got an exclusive here at the Pope on Film. I was going through the Vatican archives like I like to do every other Thursday, and uh, I found a commercial they made. Okay. This This is an actual commercial that Pope Leo XIII recorded for Vin Mariani cocaine wine. And I've got it right here. Hold on. Let me uh, let me just get it. Uh, hacked into the mainframe. Okay, are you ready for uh for this commercial?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: it's really good. Hold on. Let me let me press play. There. It's me, the Papa. Uh. Hey! Hey! Uh, Opa! I don't know. Uh, What are Mario noises? Wahoo! Yippee! Yippee! Mamma mia! Ma, thank you! Maxwell, with the save. Mamma mia! Da hey, you wanna get fucking blitzed off your ass? Yaha! Well then try Vin Mariani Cocaine Wine It'll get you blitz like a mofo Yippee (laughs) So that's the commercial That I uncovered For Vin Mariani Pope Wine Now obviously They don't make Vin Mariani Cocaine Wine anymore Or do they Because (laughs) story of Vin Mariani wine and uh, the only cocaine-infused wine that was sponsored by a pope uh, is not a story that a lot of people have heard of, but you may have already tasted a version of Vin Mariani wine. Because nowadays, Vin Mariani cocaine wine is best known for being such a big hit when it came out, being such a big, massive smash hit that it inspired an American pharmacist to say, okay, well, we're in America now and I'm an American and I am a pharmacist and I have created a brand new drink. No one has ever tried before. 100% new no one's ever tried it original idea created by me and no one else and my brand new totally original drink is I'm just gonna sell Vin Mariani wine (laughs) I'm just gonna get the cocaine wine and sell it but I guess I gotta change one thing okay so there's this thing called caffeine Yes. Uh, and I'm just gonna literally get Vin Mariani wine, make my own bottle, just pour that alcoholic cocaine shit into my bottle, slap a label on it, add some caffeine. There you go. Uh, no. I'm create knockoff Vin Mariani wine, uh, alcoholic, and now it's got a uh, wine and cocaine. And caffeine. That's like 50 Red Bulls. Yes. That's some insane shit. So the American knockoff Pope Coke wine starts selling like crazy until Georgia passes prohibition and the makers of fake Vin Mariani wine says, fine, we'll make it non-alcoholic and call it Coca-Cola. What? Boom. Twist ending out of nowhere. No one expected it. You just got (laughs) Shyamalan. Because if you want to know how Vin Mariani Papal Coke Wine tastes, just imagine alcoholic Coca Cola. Because literally, that's what it was. Okay. Because. Coca Cola was to Vin Mariani wine what RC Cola was to Coca Cola. Yes. So Coke is literally just off brand Papal Coke wine.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Now, but now, but now, okay. I think cautions would have to be made to not do something like all this all the time, but that sounds like a fun fucking afternoon. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> let's just
0: get, let's just get, like, a Mexican Coke and we'll put, uh, like, I don't know, uh, vodka and cocaine in it. Shake it up! Yeah. Drink drink a few of those down. We'll wake up next Tuesday in a barn dressed as Edie McClurg from (laughs) Golden Girls. And we'll have a tattoo on our back that says Mingo. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Pope. Hey, no problem. Yeah! (laughs) Here we go! I would just like to say something. Yes. Um... Actually, now I hope that Pepsi Man actually defeats Coke Okay. There you go. So that's uh, uh, Steve's historic approximations for this week. It was about Pope wine. Psych. It was about Coca-Cola the whole time, and you didn't expect it. So uh, uh, be sure and join us next week for more uh, educationally uneducational fun with... Steve's Historic Approximations! Do-do-do! And do, do. cut on that. Hey, play